0: The Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources may have concluded their comment gathering period on potential wolf management suggestions in the state, but the conversations are still going on. In fact, Saturday, April 22nd in Price County, there is another listening, sharing session that's being scheduled by three different groups that believe farmers, hunters, and people in rural communities have not had a chance to have their voice heard. Heard. The Wisconsin Wildlife Federation, Wisconsin Wolf Facts, and the Wisconsin Association of Sporting Dogs are inviting anybody that has a thought to join them Saturday from 11 until 2.30 at the Railroad Avenue Community Center in Prentice, Wisconsin, up in Price County, or via a Zoom link. Joining us now from the Wisconsin Association of Sporting Dogs is Lori Grosscuff. She is one of the organizers behind this second listening session that they're hosting in Price County. Lori, tell me a little bit about how you got connected with the conversation over wolf management in Wisconsin.
1: Well, I've lived in wolf country with wolves as my neighbors, and I've lived in this uh, northern Lincoln County for 27 years. And I also work in an agriculture-related job, so I come in contact with people who have been, been uh, exposed to wolves. And I feel very strongly that um, the wolves impact our rural communities quite heavily in negative ways and that we need to be heard.
0: Now, we all respect the wolf as an important part of our ecological cycle, but tell me a little bit from your personal experience or those of others about the wolf pressure that you've seen, maybe when it started to change? Give me a little perspective on what it's like to live in Price County.
1: Well, I I live in Lincoln County, actually, and I first saw wolves in the late 80s in uh, Town of Ormsby, Ormsby Road, rather, in Langlade County, and so they've been around for quite a while. And, again, they are an iconic species and a really beautiful animal But on the other hand, they do not interact well with humans, and they also have been detrimental to the deer herd in areas where they've been numerous, and they've also been engaged in a lot of conflicts with farmers, and that is a very devastating experience when you have animals taken by wolves.
0: Yeah, explain that a little bit more, Lori, because sometimes I believe people misunderstand a farmer that is seeing their livestock being attacked by a wolf is literally powerless. That can be that can be devastating to the farmer from an emotional standpoint.
1: Well, while the farmer, while the wolves are on the endangered species list, that's true. It's only if the wolf is in the uh, act of attacking a person that you can do anything. However, it's very infrequent that you actually see wolves interacting with either humans or livestock. These things happen in the middle of the night. Um, They happen despite the farmer's best attempts to keep their animals safe. And, you know, when you have animals out on pasture, when there's vulnerable animals, such as cows in the process of calving outside and things like that, as well as sheep, um, these things happen.
0: They also leave kind of a lasting impression on the livestock that's out in the open. I mean, I've had farmers say that uh, animals just get so nervous because they know that there is a wolf in its presence.
1: They know when there's animals around, when when the wolves are around. That's certainly true. And they, become, uh, they can become very aggressive at that point and hard to handle. Um, and I would say, you know, unlike cows and, and sheep that probably forget what happened when the wolves move away. A human being, these experiences are really imprinted in your brain. It's something you never forget. In some cases, it's one of the most traumatic things that people have been through. So that's one of the things that's um, not really recognized very much by the Wisconsin DNR in their new management plan.
0: Now let's talk about that management plan. It has been out for public and cons- consumption for a while, a big listening session uh, that gathered uh, really opinions and thoughts and suggestions across the gamut. And that's one of the reasons why, Lori, you and the Wisconsin Wolf Facts, the Wisconsin Wildlife Federation, Wisconsin Association of Sporting Dogs are coming together for this additional listening and sharing session on Saturday. Tell me what you've observed about not just the DNR process. I don't want to hang them out necessarily, but what you've observed about that have been gained in this latest round of uh, listening?
1: Well, I served on the committee that developed this wolf management plan. I did represent a farm organization on that committee. And unfortunately, the number of uh, entities that were on that committee representing farms was only four out of 29. And wildlife um, hunting type organizations was only six out of 29. So we were very much outweighed By forces that were more in favor of wolf protectionism, continuing their complete protection, and possibly quite a few of them advocating for continuing having them on the endangered species list, which wolves are not endangered. There's over 70,000 of them, almost 75,000 of them in North America, and so that's just a ridiculous idea. In Wisconsin, we have the second highest number of wolves in the lower 48. And yet we have a high human population, and that's one of the indications that, you know, humans and wolves don't mix very well. Humans and agri- – or wolves in agriculture don't mix very well. And because of that, you want to try and keep them separate. Wild, wild places are for wolves, not A highly human-occupied state like Wisconsin.
0: Right, right. Now, like we said, the the dialogue has already been captured to a large extent by the DNR. What did you notice when you went back and reviewed some of those public comments? Uh, Does it seem like people have a true understanding of the wolf population in Wisconsin? Uh, Did agriculture step up and individually voice their thoughts?
1: I would have liked to have seen more participation from agriculture and yet going through the comments I did find a lot of comments from agriculture and a lot of facts that people have experienced and I think that's a really good thing um, that rural people do want to voice their opinion and get involved. The DNR has now ended the public comment period and they will be discussing the plan internally, um, hoping to get it done by October. And submitted for finalization to the Natural Resources Board. We do hope that uh, national legislation in Congress, which has been introduced in the House of Representatives to delist wolves, will go somewhere. And all of the Wisconsin Republican uh, House of Representative members have signed on to this legislation. So we're hopeful that delisting through Congress goes because that's the fastest way to get them delisted. Right,
0: brought up again by Representative Tom Tiffany. Lori Grosscuff is along with us from the Wisconsin Association of Sporting Dogs. Now, Saturday, April 22nd, they are going to have another listening sharing session from 11 until 2.30 up in Price County in Prentice, Wisconsin. Tell me a little bit about what you expect there, Lori. How can people interact or still add their comments, although, like you said, the DNR has closed theirs?
1: Well, for the one we had in Solon Springs, we had a really good turnout. And that um, transcript, we did record that and send it to the DNR, and the transcript became part of the official public comments. This time, the the event, which is going to take place at the Railroad Avenue Community Center in Prentice, 11 to 2.30 on Saturday, (coughs) that will also be recorded, and we will be sending those comments to the DNR Because we feel like even though the formal public comment period is over, um, the interactions we're having with wolves never ends. And so we intend to continue to talk to the DNR and to um, give them another reason to consider the ideas of rural people over the ones that maybe want total protection for wolves but do not have to interact with them.
0: Right, right. Again, like we said, it's coming up this Saturday, April 22nd, 11 until 2.30 at the Railroad Avenue Community Center in Prentice, Wisconsin. That's up in Price County. If people are not able to attend physically, Lori, do you do you have any other alternatives for them so they can stay engaged in this process?
1: We do have a Zoom cook-up, and they would have to email me to get that, and I would send it out to them. And uh, my email is Harrison, H-A-R-R-I-S-O-N, Hounds, H-O-U-N-D-S. That's plural, all one word, at Hotmail.com. And I'd be glad to forward the Zoom address to them so they could attend by Zoom.
0: Excellent. We will forward that as well again. Lori Grosscuff from the Wisconsin Association of Sporting Dogs joining us. That group, along with the Wisconsin Wildlife Federation and Wisconsin Wolf Facts, inviting your comments on Saturday, April 22nd from 11 until 2.30 at the Railroad Avenue Community Center in Prentice, Wisconsin, up in Price County, or via the Zoom link that she's offering. We've got details posted at MidwestFarmReport.com.